0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated.
1: Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my lovely listeners. I'm so honored to be hanging out with you here today on Empower Radio. You've probably heard the same. Be careful for what you wish for. I know years ago, I manifested what I thought I wanted. I was in a relationship with a rich and famous man. I walked red carpets. I flew in private jets. I shopped on Rodeo Drive. People told me almost on a daily basis how lucky I was. But you know what? I was miserable. At the time, I don't think I could have articulated exactly why. But today, it's abundantly clear. I felt horrible because I was not doing what I came to earth to do. I was not living my life's purpose, and I was not in alignment with my soul. Today, I live mostly in Idaho. I paint, I do counseling, I do radio, I'm starting a nonprofit, and I'm as happy as a clam in chowder. Why? Because I started listening to my soul, and I allowed it to take the lead. Today, I'm living aligned with the truest purpose of my life. I'm confident that everyone on earth has a vital and important purpose, but finding it isn't always easy and saying yes to it can be harder still. Your purpose is more than a job, title, career, or how you make money. Your purpose is a living, expressing, exploring adventure, and really aligning with the soul of your mission. You're a spiritual being having a human experience. So if you are ready, to say yes to your purpose and yes to your soul, you are in the right place here today. We are so fortunate to have with us Dr. Carol Adrian. For the past 40 years, the focus of Carol's work has been to help people make successful transitions into the next level of their life's purpose. See, she's an internationally acclaimed author, workshop facilitator, intuitive counselor, and life coach whose books have been translated into over 15 languages. Oprah has interviewed Carol and hailed her book, The Purpose of Your Life Finding Your Place in the World Using Synchronicity, Intuition, and Uncommon Sense, a must read. Carol is also a master numerologist and has written two authoritative guides on the subject. Carol co wrote The Celestine Prophecy with James Redfield, as long as and with the experiential guides for both The Celestine Prophecy and The Tenth Insight. Carol is the author of When Life Changes or You Wish It Would, Find Your Purpose, Change Your Life, as well as a contributor to Choice Magazine for professional coaching. So Carol, thank you so much for being here with us on Journey to Center.
0: You're welcome, Tammy. It's my pleasure.
1: So yes, I was in school years ago and your book was required reading for my master's in consciousness, health, and healing, The Purpose of Your Life, and it really supported me in tapping to... Tapping into that because I really did not have any idea what it was.
0: Uh, and yet you were drawn that there was something there and you wanted to be in it.
1: Yeah, there was a longing. There was a longing. And I was so frustrated and confused because I was trying to do all these different things that I thought I was supposed to be doing. But what I've discovered, for me anyway, is that finding your purpose isn't a mind thing. It's a heart thing.
0: That's it. I love that. I yes, I'm so glad you said that because it's exactly what I try to communicate when I'm talking with a client about you know they'll come in with the idea that they're trying to find this thing and that in an hour we're going to define it. And i I think we can you know talk about talk about what our longings are. But so often, as you know, as you know, it's more about discovering what's leading you forward. So um, it's definitely the idea, I think it's important to remember the idea, you're already born with your life purpose. You already have it in you. So it's the purpose within, it's it's part of that longing, that yearning is a connection to it. So it's not there, you're not longing for it just because you're bored or something, it's because it wants to be expressed and it's going to motivate you to keep your ears and eyes open, you know, as you continue down the road. Uh, So the purpose is really inborn. And uh, is if we begin to pay attention to that longing within, we're going to connect with it because it's right in front of us. It's probably what we're already doing and not really validating or noticing that we are already doing this. This is what people see us doing. They, people know we do this, and yet sometimes we can't see ourselves.
1: That's true. We do it. We have our blind spots and it's hard to be objective. And then of course, something I hear all the time, and I, I would imagine you do as well. It's like, well, yeah, I would love to be able to find my purpose, but I've got to go to work. I've got to pay my bills. I've got a, a job. And a lot of people think, well, if I find the right ke- career, that'll be my purpose. But, you know, you say our, our purpose isn't just a job, a career or a title. Right. So it, it can be challenging to kind of like, uh, shift into our purpose in a way that we're compensated. So do you have any thoughts, ideas, suggestions about, you know, opening our mind to going that direction?
0: I, I, you're really speaking to me because I felt like that for a long, long, long time before I really, um, started to realize what it is that I do and, you know, who, what my purpose is and the and I don't think we ever really maybe fully understand the deeper levels of our purpose. I mean, that is a really huge question. And as you say, it's not about finding the right career. There's only one aspect of how we express in the world, but it's also in our relationships with our, you know, loved ones and the people that we meet and, and the way we live in our world and how we show up in the world with integrity and courage or whatever is called out of us at the time. So it isn't, your purpose is not just... Uh, you know, one-dimensional in terms of what you're doing to make money, although most people will feel that they want to make money at what they love to do. So that's a valid thing. And, you know, I the other thing is it's a process, and um, you have to trust that process. Mm-hmm. And part of it sometimes you um, – I've noticed some people, you know, flower big when they're young, maybe athletes or something, you know, or people, you know, have a big – business success in their 30s or 40s, or some start to, you know, feel more connected. I didn't feel connected to my life purpose until I was in my 50s. And uh, so, you know, and it's gotten better every year since then, or as more content or more satisfied or more connected, let's say. So it's something that I really uh, had to wait around for it to really show up. And a part of it showing up was my intention to find it. So people need to you know, come to the point and say in, inwardly, you know, sh- I want to meet good people. I want to wake up in the morning and feel great to be alive and that I'm on the right path. As you make those kind of general intentions, you'll find that your life starts to shift. Now, it may be, you know, some time may go by and I'm all for why. Well, I just want to say out the outset for all you artists and musicians and <laughs> other people who are Having day jobs, it, I'm all for day jobs. If they can get you as their bridge from here to there. So there's nothing wrong with a day job. If you're if you're working at something and you feel like it's not your purpose, fine. Just relax because being uptight about that isn't going to change it. It's more accepting it, throwing yourself into what you're doing in every moment, you know, being there present will give you your life. It, your life purpose will have a chance to... Um, I don't know. Move you forward in a way that you could never have figured out mentally, or or, you know, with your logical mind.
1: That's true. It uh, it isn't again an intellectual process, and it does take a certain amount of courage to surrender.
0: It does. It takes a certain amount of yeah, because you know, daily life. Let's face it, is busy and. There are so many demands and we want to do our best and we, you know, get tired, we get hungry, we get, you know, confused, discouraged, whatever. We feel left out like nobody's even paying attention to us, that we're invisible. But our purpose is always in there. Our, our purpose is always, is always accessible to us. In sometimes we, we do have. Sometimes getting sidelined by something happens to serve the purpose of allowing you to get quiet enough to somehow reach in there and begin to, you know, find a connection, hear something, get up. It wasn't until I had really hit the wall at one point in my work life, I won't say even a career, but I was working at something that did not feel right. I felt so out of it, like I was a fraud. Like every day I was like trying to do something that just was not natural to me. It was involving, you know, analyzing financial stuff and all it was just like a but I thought my head had told me oh this is a great career this is a good place you know you'll do well here and I had all these ego reasons for thinking that I was going to do well if I just followed this sort of plan of action but it was so antithetical to my nature I and more of an artistic nature or just I don't know what it is but it isn't to do with keeping track and managing financial information that I know and I came to a point of just, like, desperation, and I just said to the universe, you know, that's it. This is, this is the stuff that I'm interested in. You know, and I'm, you know, I, as you know, Tammy, I also do numerology, and I'm interested in metaphysics and writing. At the time, I wasn't writing, though. I hadn't started that part of my work. And it was because I needed money that I started writing in the sense of, okay, what am I willing to do to make some money? at a certain stage in my life after a major illness, which again took me out of the game for a while. And yet it forced me to go back to the basics, so to speak. And then I began to follow my the little baby steps of developing my life purpose into first it was the writing and uh, you know, and it didn't start off with a bang. And I started off ghostwriting something. And then I just kind of learned as I went, and my purpose sort of unfolded from there. But the point was that I I gave up trying to please the outer world or, or do something that I thought people would like me for. You know what I mean? Give me money or whatever. And I just thought, you know, this is who I am. I happen to be a little bit quirky in some areas here, but this is what I'm going to do. And I stayed true to that as much as I could. And things miraculously, I have to say, Tammy, some of the things that happened was like, whoa, where did that come from? It's like, wow, I didn't even know that was going to happen. And it happened. So you can't predict it. It's more like following these little breadcrumbs in the forest half the time. And sometimes that starts when you're flat out against the wall. And sometimes, you know. You make more of a determined effort, maybe to go back to school or something like that. And then you begin to feel more aligned with your path. But it'll happen in different ways. But if you keep asking for it to show itself, believe me, it will.
1: Yeah, and you bring up a really good point. I know something you talk about a lot, which I just loved and resonated because I was tired of trying to figure things out. It's like, well, I'm talented at this and I'm good at that. And trying to force myself into some sort of like box, it didn't work very well. It was really about uh, going within listening, asking questions, looking for synchronicity, because I think the universe does conspire to inform us, but it helps if we have a conversation and open up to that dialogue and then really pay attention. So to me, that was uh, so, so helpful so helpful. And synchronicity to me, it, again, it's like dropping the breadcrumbs. God, where would you have me go? What would you have me say? What would you have me do? What would you, you know, who would you have me connect with? And something you write about frequently is like, let me meet good people. I intend to meet good people, you know, people that resonate, people that, and, and when I set those intentions, it, it happens in ways very unexpected. And it's, it makes it kind of more fun. I feel like I'm dancing with the universe I don't feel like I'm doing this alone anymore.
0: Absolutely. And there's there's something else. I love what you said, and it's implicit in what you're saying, too, is that it's more about um, attracting into your life these things uh, rather yes. than efforting and forcing it and asserting that you're going to work like a dog. I mean, you, you might, I mean, we all work really hard when we love what we're doing. We work without even thinking about it. We lose track of time. That's exactly when you know you're on your life purpose is when you lose track of time you mm-hmm. just work right through your lunch hour and you think oh my god you know i didn't even want to quit i just wanted to get this one more thing done and it's because of you loved it doing it not just because you feel like you have to do it you know for 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 maybe some other people's reasons but the point being is that you lose track of time gleefully because it it's so interesting to you so uh that's really important uh not to feel that you have to be you know I don't know. It's very easy to get into being hard on yourself or critical that you're not doing enough or you're not marketing enough or, you know, you should be on 29 sites or something like that. It's like, um, you know, you can relax a little bit, but be aware of what's coming into you. And that's maybe that person you need to follow up with. You kind of have a little feeling like, oh, that person, I better follow up or I better, you know, you don't even know where it's going at the time. And yet if you do your part of showing up and paying attention, and kind of letting go of re, of the results that you think have to happen. You don't know what the result, the best result might be here, you know. Yes, so it, that's again, what makes life yes. so much more interesting to live because then you do, you, you you're sort of getting up every day wondering what's going to happen and how you're going to, you know, how it's going to lead you forward.
1: I've often heard it said that controls the master addictions. So it really is about surrendering that control and then wanting to partner, or co-create with the universe. Um, something you said that I also really resonate with, it's like you had said you were quirky. And I think it's so vital to, because I think everybody is in their own way, but rather than be like, oh God, I'm weird and judge it, go, you know what? I'm unique. I'm unusual. I'm strange. I'm adorable. And, you know, to be able to relax into our authentic shape, what I found that a, that happens is I attract other pieces of the puzzle that fit more naturally with my authentic shape. Instead (laughs) of trying to, you know, make things happen or force or push or press, I relax, I settle back. And then I draw things to me. That sounds good. I love the way you just said that. It's like a puzzle piece. Exactly. And it's harder (laughs) when you don't know what your authentic shape is. And it's harder if you don't really appreciate a value your authentic shape. It's like, yeah, I need a lot of sleep. Yeah, I'm a strange girl. I'm a little clumsy. Sometimes I trip, but I used to think I judged it, but now I'm like, I'm so odd. (laughs) I'm so strange, but I laugh at me with affection at this point. And as I've done that, I've found that, you know, other people judge me less and I find people that are amused with me. And it's, it's a lot more fun to create from that space.
0: Absolutely.
1: And something else you mentioned, you know, it's like hitting a wall. I know for me, that was the case. I basically fell to my knees. And I think what's so powerful about being in that space is that's when we start maybe having some authentic conversations with the universe or source or God or whatever you want to call it. You know what, the the buck stops here or you know what, God, I need some help. (laughs) That's a pretty powerful shout out or intention. And I don't think we're ignored when we have that kind of dialogue.
0: Absolutely, it's funny when you said that. I had I immediately see so you want to watch where your mind flips in when you're in a conversation with someone or at work or something or in a meeting. This was really done very well by James Redfield in *The Selstein Prophecy*. He would always talk about the character who would have an image, and the image would come up, you know. And as the image came up, that he he kind of started learning the hard way because he was kind of a kind of a, a, a long learner there. He started learning to follow that and that that would be the best path for him. And when you said that about having a shout out when you really need something, it reminds me of a time a long time ago. Uh, I was on the freeway over here and I live in the Bay Area and I was on the freeway in highway 80 and I was my uh, car died. Oh, I was riding I know what it was. I was I was riding in this I was driving this big white Cadillac because I had taken my car into the shop and they gave me a loaner and, the, and this Cadillac died and I pulled over to the side of the highway and I was like, Oh my God, I need help now In about two minutes, I'm swear to God, it was two minutes, this other car this car pulled up behind me and the guy jumped out and he said, Carol and I said <laughs> you know, I don't even remember his name but he said, Carol, do you need help? <laughs> He's been on the frontage road right next to the car because there's a fence between the frontage road on the bay and then Highway 80. He comes up and he says, do you need help? I said, oh, yeah, my car just, his car just died. He says, oh, let me help you. And you know who he was? I had I was I was involved in catering at that time. I, that's how I made my living. And I had catered or done a party on his uh, boat out on the, in the bay. And he remembered me, I mean, he it was a big party, but he remembered, he saw me, he was taking his mother-in-law to the airport, he saw me in this weird car, which is uncharacteristic that I would be driving a white Cadillac. He saw me, came around, and rescued me virtually. Now, from there on, and I could tell you, if we had more time, Tammy, I could tell you tons more of these kind of stories that have happened to me, I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe
1: I asked for help, and within two minutes, I
0: had it. It was just stunning to me. So,
1: you know, how can We're you... so powerful. We're so much more powerful it? than we think. So much. Yeah, and, and something else that, you know, I know you talk about and that helped me so much in discovering my own purpose is, you know, being quiet, listening, meditation. That can be so powerful, you know, to be able to listen. We can dialogue with a higher, deeper, wiser aspect. Than our conscious thinking minds. And I know for me, that really took my life in a completely different direction than I would have ever maybe consciously chosen for myself. It, it was, you know, really fascinating. Um, I, I had absolutely no desire to be an author or do radio. Not my personality or ego anyway, but my soul, it, it had its agenda. And because my life wasn't working, I got really quiet. And I started listening and I'm like, what do I do? And it came in so loud and clear, write. I was like, but I don't want to (laughs) write. Write, write what? And every time I would meditate, I would hear this same thing. And finally I'm like, what do I write? And what I got was write about what you know. Well, I don't know anything. Well, you know how you went from a pattern of dysfunctional relationships to one that works? Well, yeah, I do know that. (laughs) Not everybody knows that. Right. So I was like, well, nothing else is happening. Maybe if I, you know, do what I'm told, what my heart or soul t- tells me to do, maybe this other stuff that I want to happen will happen. So I just sat with a, a notebook and I would keep it by my bed. And anytime an I- idea would pop in for a title of a, a chapter, I would just start writing. And then I ended up going back to school. And it's so funny, the synchronicity and the support. Um, one of the required classes was a writing class. I was like, really? <laughs> Perfect. I was really, really being supported in writing. So, um, and immediately the the teacher was having me read a paper saying it was an example of a well-written paper. I had no idea I could write. Isn't that I was, great? It was so bizarre. And the same thing with radio. So I wrote this book and I was interviewed by the president of Empower Radio. And he said, Tammy, I want you to host a radio show. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do radio. <laughs> but uh, my husband's like, I think you're saying no because you're afraid, not because it's not what you're supposed to do. And, and he was right. So really just for me, keeps coming back to being quiet and listening to my heart, to my soul. And it often gives me information that I would prefer not to hear, but I'm always supported. I'm always guided, you know? So I I don't know if you hear that kind of story, but.
0: No, I, yes, absolutely. I mean, listening to you is so funny because, in terms of this writing thing that you've got, I, it happened to me the same way. Like I said, I was, I was uh, financially strapped at this one point and I also had been sick and I couldn't go back to doing very strenuous jobs of any kind. And I asked, you know, I was thinking to myself, what am I willing to do? And it came to me just in that quiet moment it was in the middle of the night, you know, when I often get things. Um, why don't you try writing? And I'd never written. I mean, I, I was good at writing in high school. But I'd never, ever thought of myself in that way. And I'd written the, the, my first book, The Numerology Kit, but that wasn't really, I didn't consider that really a book. I wanted to get all my information on a subject there, you know. And so I, I thought, well, I got that idea, writing. So, you see, when you get an intuition or something like a message, an insight, you need to follow up on it. And you mm-hmm. did, too. You followed Put up your on it. toe in the water. The universe gave it. you the mm-hmm. class. So um, I called my friend, who was the only person I knew in the writing business, and she called me back by the end of the day and gave me uh, the name of of a guy who needed help writing a book in the Bay Area here. So I went over to talk with him, and he didn't ask me for a resume or if I could do it. I just looked at his manuscripts, and I thought, well, you know what, I think I could I could fix this up a little bit. And I, that was the first book I wrote um, as a ghostwriter. And it gave me the confidence then to think, well, okay, I, get, I can see how you write books. I mean, it's, you know, you, there's a certain process you do, most of which is just sitting down in the chair. But, yes. um, you know, it, it gave me the confidence and it started me on a road. Now, it, it you know, it's just amazing to me that immediately that I asked for this, I, I was able to connect with the next step and the next step. So that's how it is, and I really think that's the most important thing we should talk about today is that it's not just deciding that you're going to get a nameplate on your door and that's it. It's more like you're going to get the crumbs along the way, and your job is to go up and pick them up or eat them or find them and take the next step and the next step, and then eventually... Um, if your intention, you know, if you really if you just doing just really follow what you love to do, what comes so naturally to you, what's yes. easy for you to do, that's really the the best thing. and you're going to be happy doing that,
1: yeah, I mean, it can be scary, I think, leaning into it. I was afraid to write my first book took took me four years, but then I found I- I'm good at this, same thing, cultivating the confidence. Yes. so wild to me that you didn't know your writer. You have such an eloquent, Beautiful way of writing. We have a couple minutes here, so I'm going to read a paragraph from your book that just I just love so much. You just speak so beautifully. You co-create your world with universal intelligence and collective wisdom. Our everyday reality is an outgrowth of our attitudes, beliefs, language, patterns, choices, and actions. This means our purpose is within us. We're born with an inherent driving force that wants us to succeed, wants us to fulfill the mission. We're spiritual beings temporarily living an earthly life and always connected to the universal source. We have guardian angels, old friends, groups of souls in the spiritual dimension who help us remember who we are and what we came here to do. The more we ask for some support and we must ask, the more amazing coincidences begin to happen. Many times we achieve our aims effortlessly by letting the universe handle the details. I love that. Well, thank you. So beautiful and so true. So, Carol, this has gone so quickly, I can't even believe it. I think I could do about five, six more hours with you, but I guess this is our time for today. I hope you come back and talk to me again, though. Oh, I would love that. Thank you. And now, quick shout out. Where can people find you? Where can they get more Carol?
0: Well, there's my website. Um, It's my name, Carol, C-A-R-O-L. And the last name is Adrian A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E. And that's caroladrian.com. So, I have a whole bunch of things on there that talk about life purpose and, um, you know, daily forecasts and so forth like that and little analysis of different people and um, things that interest me along the way and my forecast for this year. So um, there's a lot there. And then, you know, in terms of the life purpose counseling and coaching, I would love to connect with anybody who has, you know, who wants to explore that and discover where they are and, and what they could be doing. It's very interesting because in a you know a relatively short time, you can really begin to see who you are if you just stop and, and look at the facts of your life.
1: That's so much fun. So, Carol, thank you so much. You really do have a fantastic website, a lot of great information. To my guests, to my listeners, to my friends, thank you so, so much for being with us. This wouldn't be as much fun if, if we weren't hanging out with you. So if you have any questions, ideas, suggestions you want to talk, you have somebody you want me to have a conversation with, get a hold of me at TammyBPhD.com, tammib dcom Would love to hear from you. God bless you. Take good care of yourself onward and upward. Bye for now.